Hey, what's up? My name's Grant Kanoki. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Yo, what's good, family? Jamal Lewis here. Guys, I'm truly blessed, grateful, and just overall honored. Um, this Sunday, October 23rd, I'm going to be going live on Power 98.5 with my dude, Stephen Kuoku, world-renowned, acclaimed radio personality. He reached out to me. Guys, we're going to be talking about my past, we're going to be talking about my present, and we're going to be talking about what's to come in my career, in my personal life. We're going to get real transparent, so make sure you tap in. You are not going to want to miss this. I love y'all. Thank you for the continued love and support, and as always, y'all stay blessed. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. It's been an incredible week. This week, very honored, very blessed. Uh, we had, you know, I've interviewed Jay Wolf, music artist Jay Wolf. His hit new single, Pineapple Rum, is streaming live on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. It is in our playlist. Head on over, download the Power 98.5 Satellite Radio app, iOS, Android. You can tune in on Alexa by adding Power 98.5 into your Alexa skill to have all access, exclusive all access to the latest, the greatest in sports, news, reality, television, film, and more. We, <clears throat> excuse me, we had, yes, <clears throat> it's full, a very windy day today, so a lot of stuff is kicking up, but you know what? It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise us. We've got Jamal Lewis here with us today uh very super excited to get into this interview with jamal great guy yes i did reach out to him uh we're mutually connected we've got some really good friends big shout out to katherine swain with katherine and company thank you for sharing the video uh that you know jamal did for us today and that big shout out for his interview with me um here live on air with stephen quilk on power 98.5 uh Catherine's new episode, it aired this morning. It's going to re-air again, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss it. She is number one, number one in the world, okay? All about financing. Her years in over 30 years, she's worked with Saudi Arabia royalty. She's worked with presidents. She's worked with CEOs. She has handled hundreds of millions of dollars for people in the world of finance. She is an award winner. So if you have any insight, any questions about financing, about what to do with your money, about the stock market, listen, we all know there's tons of people out there sharing which I would think is good advice or good advice for certain people, but all around 
Ms. Catherine Swain. She knows what it's like to tailor and get rid of the bullshit. She's not in it to be making money off of you. She's in it to help you make money because where you win, everyone wins. So uh, you can head on over to CatherineSwain.com, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-S-W-A-I-N, Com. She also has LGBTQ Invest. You can go there. And it's not, you know, just a, a place for those that are in the LGBT community. Um, LGBTQ Invest is the first and first and only an official um, uh, management, money management company where Catherine works and, and helps you uh, since there really is a lackluster of support for the LGBT um, community in the world of finance. And Catherine has touched on many subjects and subjects ma- matter, you know, within that of how there is a, a lack of support and a lot of separation within a mainstream world of finance and how that, you know, translates to the LGBT community and even those that are Latino, Black, mixed race. Um, you know, we all know that there is a division and a lack of inclusivity out there in our world. And that's why CatherineSwain.com and LGBTQ Invest is the first and first and only um, company that is out there helping people of all communities, all race, all colors, and uh, lifestyles. Uh, we also Big shout out to Andrew Miskevich. Uh, he was on this week. We're going to be re-airing his show. Andrew Kai. Wow. Uh, loving this guy. Super awesome. Uh, just interviewed him uh, most recently on the 18th. Check the local schedule at power985.com for Resilient You with Alicia Pazzoni. Live on there with Stephen Cuoco and Catherine and company with Catherine Swain. Uh, we've got NBC Zach Newbold uh, had recently interviewed him. All of these interviews have recently been live. However, we do go live, we record these shows, and then we re-air them just in case if you're not able to um, be with us in our live uh, schedule for that day. And uh, also, you know, we are not a podcast. These are radio shows on a syndicated radio station and uh in 200 countries, loving the support and the foundation that we have with our listeners. And also, thank you to my team wanting to go and give a big shout out to, uh, we got some messages. You can head on over to Power, 98, Power 98.5. Click the bottom right-hand icon. Send us a message, tip, anything at all. If you've got any um, comments, love you want to share uh, for Jamal Lewis today um, and, and any topic points that Jamal would like to talk about that you would like to share um, or have any questions, click that bottom right hand icon, send them in. And to answer some of the ones that we have here, big shout out to Daniel Blake Smith. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate uh, you know the love for the music that we play here. Uh, we also have Jasper Kaur, K-A-U-R, if I'm pronunciating that. He said, I need to know more about Stephen Cuoco because I need to write in my public relations assignment. So Jasper, uh, 
go ahead, send us an email, contact at power985.com. Once again, contact at power985.com. Go ahead, send a message over to my team. One of my assistants will get back a hold of you. I would love to answer any questions, anything you have for your thesis or um, your paper that you need to write. And then also from Raz, he says, King Wolf, proud of you. Um, that is uh, Jay Wolf, uh, music artist Jay Wolf, Pineapple Rum, streaming live now on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Thanks again, Raz, for the comment and compliment. We will be sharing that with Jay Wolf very soon. And once again, Daniel Blake Smith, thank you for all the love and support of the music that we have and that we offer. And we're always updating every single month for new and emerging artists. Wow. That was a lot, and I'm happy to be offering that. And you know what? Let's not forget anything. Uh, we've got Benny Wieg from NBC The Voice. That's tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Once again, Benny Wieg, for all of those who are voice fans, who love NBC The Voice, and you want to show love and support to Benny, Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Pacific, power985.com. Once again, download the iOS or Android app, tune in on Alexa, um, or even just you know go to power985.com. You can listen live there, anywhere in the world, in your car, and abroad. Oh, wow. Can you hear my hands rubbing? I'm super, <laughs> super been looking forward to this. Okay, Jamal Lewis. You can head on over to his Instagram at official Jamal Lewis, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-J-A-M-A-A-L-L-E-W-I-S, official Jamal Lewis, and yes, that's Jamal with two A's. I represent a Paralympic client, Jamal. Um, he has the one A. This Jamal, Mr. Jamal Lewis, has two A's in his name. Um, he's... He recently was published in Forbes, ForbesPeople.com. He's an award-winning SAG actor. We're going to find out about the video he was just in. Um, he's also the CEO and founder of Stay Blessed Clothing, and he's a former pro football player. Jamal, welcome to Power 98.5. Man, thank you. That was a whole intro. I appreciate you, my man. <laughs> I appreciate you too. Yes, I, I, I love it. Sometimes I get out or share a lot of the info towards the end or, you know, sometimes in the beginning, but the way today started off and with the energy that, you know, just really was so motivating with you before we came on live. I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling pumped, feeling energized, <laughs> and, and I want to get out all this great information. Let's get it. Well, I appreciate you saying it because I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's great. And thanks again for the video. You look fantastic. Very well done. Thank you for the the uh, accolades and the, the warm regards and testimony you shared. And uh, yeah, you know, after, you know, we're done, you want to go ahead and write an interview of or um, not an interview, a review of your experience here on Live on Air with Stephen Cuoco, please, by all means. I would absolutely love to. Like I said, you're the man. You're my guy. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and we're going to be getting together in L.A. because, like I said, I've got a photo shoot I've got to come out for. And uh, actually, thanks to you, and I'm going to uh -oh. put it out there, thanks to you, um, I'm going to be, uh, you know, in ForbesPeople.com. I'm working hey. on Yes. <laughs> thanks crazy. to you. Yeah. Uh, big That's, shout out. But, yeah, but see, that's that's what life's about, and I think that's what 
um, a lot of people don't understand, especially in this industry, um, because, you know, everybody has their own set of goals and where they want to be and where and, you know, how high they want to go and how high they want to make it. And my thing is, is just help people. You know what I mean? That's that's what's really going to take you higher. You can only go so far and you never know the other the other resources that other people have. And, you know, it could just be a simple conversation that ignites something else. Um, just like that. Like, I had no idea you were going to get published in Forbes, but that connection that we made in the short time, um, just talking, I mean, blessings, man, that brings me so much joy to to see that, just to see good people win and good people make it. So congratulations. That's that's awesome. And just, <laughs> just good to know, I did a photo shoot uh, for Yahoo Finance, went to uh, Washington, D.C., and the one yeah. photo that the media uses a lot, I call my Forbes photo so that photo of me like um butting up my butt and i don't know if you saw that or not um yeah. that's been there <laughs> that was specifically shot for forbes for when the day came and yeah. a moment like this there you go now it's now it's verified it's official <laughs> it is now we just got to get my instagram officially verified like yours if instagram would be a little bit more cooperative and stop changing up all these r rules and and let me have that happen. yeah I, it, I, it, yeah it, it will happen you know what's crazy too is that's one of the things that i actually um i put on on my board on my goal board was to be verified and for me, if you look at my Instagram, Instagram isn't, it's not so much of a, well, it's not at all. Like a, it's some people use it for personal. I use it for business because what I saw is as in the industry has evolved, social media has actually become a part of castings. And so when I signed with my new management team, um, that's one of the things that she had said, because I had a lot of personal stuff on my Instagram, you know, um, food, just more stuff that wasn't so much directed as if a casting director came and looked at your page, they wouldn't know what you did or what you were trying to do. So branding is so important. So my manager actually told me, you know, you need to archive half of this stuff and, and kind of help me tweak my Instagram so that it looked more of as a business page. So when a casting director comes, they want to cast you for a music video or a role, they can look at your page and say, oh, okay, here's a good example of him doing this role or him shirtless or him in the atmosphere or, you know what i mean a lifestyle shoot so it's it, for me getting verified it was huge because that just ups your stock in a sense of not an ego stroke because i think a lot of people just want it for that but for bookings and ultimately more money i agree you hit the box of nails through the head with one hammer swing on that jamal and i've been telling people especially uh you know whether you're a client or not uh, Instagram has become what I feel the new identification for as an IMDB for people that work as talent in the entertainment industry. Big facts. 100%. Yep. And that's exactly what yours looks like. It looks like a uh, upscale version of an IMDB. Congratulations on the, the sphere. Um, Thank you. Uh, let's see. I believe you are a celebrity partner. What does that mean now of you being a celebrity partner with Sphere Magazine? Um, so with Sphere Magazine, that just recently happened. And basically what's happening is they launched their digital campaign. Um, and obviously branding, it's, it's creating brand awareness, right? So they create partnerships saying, um, you know, just based on where you are in your career, but they will publish you on a regular basis. If you, if you decide to share them, um, with your audience, 
which, you know, some partnerships are paid partnerships, but some like this, you find value in the simple fact that, you know, they're international. So once they start to publish their hard publications, you know, you're in a hard publication every month or you're in their digital campaign every month. And like I said, it all goes back to branding. So the more and more you can stay relevant and in people's eyes, especially on a national scale, the better it is for you. So for me, um, being one of their celebrity partners, that just means more exposure for me worldwide, as opposed to just sharing to my audience every single day, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. And, you know, I'm very impressed and proud of you um, for that. And, um, yeah, you're going to, you're just doing incredible things, especially if you're able to share, I don't know how much you can, your video. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I can share some of it. The The most recent one that I just did that, unfortunately, I can't say who it is, even though I just want to blast it. Um, but she's probably the biggest name in the industry. Um, the A-list of all A-list women celebrities. Um, she is in the music industry. But I, I was blessed and privileged to shoot a music video with her. And the, the best part about it was is there were so many of my boys in the music video. So it's like getting to share that experience with so many people that I've just worked with over the years. Um, and to get to that point, you know what I mean? It's just, it's humbling. It's, and it's just, I think when I was on set for this one, it was just more one of those wow moments. Um, but that'll be coming out soon. But I can share, there's actually, there's going to be a, a Lizzo music video dropping who if I'm explaining who I was just explaining and saying that she's bigger than Lizzo, I mean, you can only imagine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so there's going to be a Lizzo music video, which I shot with a couple of my boys going to be coming out. Um, and then two feature films coming out, not until next year, but I got one of my first speaking roles and I can speak about this as well. Um, in a movie that's going to be called Barbie with Ryan Gosling and Will Ferrell. And that's going to be huge. So I'm super pumped for that. And you know, the, the opportunities, as you know, you just stay grounded. And I think the biggest thing about this industry is patience because so many people just, they want that big gig instantly. They want, you know, they want that overnight fame or whatever your goal is in this industry. They want it fast. And what I always tell people who ask me for advice is it's just like anything else in life. You just got to stay consistent with it day in and day out, whether it's your booking. I mean, I book background roles, I book extra roles, um, I've been down that route. And until you can get to the point where you're doing co-stars and you're doing principal roles, you just got to stay, um, you know, patient and just true to your grind. And that's with anything, whether you're, you know, a food server, whether, you know what I mean, you're a skateboarder, you're an athlete, just whatever you're doing, you just got to stay consistent with it and wake up with that same passion and tenacity to go after that goal every single day. Are you proud of yourself, Jamal, for what you've accomplished, knowing you're still very young, very active, you know, you've got your clothing line. A lot of extraordinary things are um, revamping for you, taking on a new, enhanced, elevated identification. Are you truly proud to be in this moment once again um, with the Stay Blessed clothing line? What your plans are for that? What your plans are even as an actor, an entertainer, and a talent in the entertainment industry coming from a, having a background in sports? What are your thoughts on Oh man, that's a good question. I, in terms of, am I proud of myself? Yeah. It's, it's not so much of um, the accomplishments, right? It's more of, I'm proud of myself in the sense of the industry that I've, that I'm in, what I've been offered and how I've stayed true to who I truly am as a person. 
because I mean, I'll be the first to say it, this is a very dark industry and I've been offered stuff where it's like I could have been an A-list celebrity and had millions and million do- millions of dollars in the bank, but it would have cost me sacrificing my moral fibers. And the beautiful thing about that is having Stay Blessed clothing line, it really grounds me and it reminds me daily of who I am and what I'm trying to spread and that I'm not willing to waver for any in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? It's like staying true to that and everybody who believes in the brand and everybody who believes in me. So in a sense of being proud, yes, I, I, I truly am proud. And I know, you know, we're just going to continue to go higher. And I think to to piggyback on that answer with, you know, with my football career, I think with my football career, when I was in that spotlight, I wasn't necessarily living right. And I feel that God sat me down and he said, you know, you're not ready for this. I got to take this. I have to take this platform away from you until you're ready for something bigger um, because you have a job to do. And so I, I believe that that's truly why I'm being presented with this platform in this industry. But I also have to do it the right way this time instead of doing it the wrong way. So, yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> See? <laughs> it took you a little bit to process, but you're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. For those that are tuning in, I am super honored to have this in- extraordinary man. He's a professional. Um, I respect him very much. And to once again say that I can call him a friend. And yes, we don't have years under our belt of knowing one another. Um, and you don't need that. You just know when you blend together. And uh, we just came together in a way that was just very organic, very natural. Uh, Jamal Lewis, um, he is a former football player turned actor and model. He has landed several principal roles in national commercials such as, um, and is this, oh, it's in Smirnoff. Sorry, let's zoom in. There we go. (laughs) Smirnoff. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, T-Mobile, IBM, Truist, and Microsoft. He has recently signed with new management to take his career to the next level and is already seeing success as he has booked huge roles in the feature films 80 for Brady and Barbie. Do you want to tell us more about that? And and what are your um what are your recommendations for actors in the industry that do and or are looking for management or public relations? What do you think that they should do? Oh man. I mean, this honestly, this advice will be golden because even with my acting career, it was never something that I planned on doing or I planned on doing. And it wasn't something that, you know what I mean? I didn't sit down and say, oh, I want to be an actor. And it also, it, it started off with modeling um, because when I was done with football, the person, the woman that I was dating at the time, you know, she said, you know, you should be a model. And I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. Like I literally was, it was hysterical that she had said that because, you know, I'm used to putting on a helmet and I want to knock heads and be out there on the field and score touchdowns. And back then, you know, modeling to me was looked as, you know, almost more feminine than masculine. And so I wasn't going to be parading around in, you know, a Speedo with baby oil on there. It's just not something that I, you know, I planned on doing. But long story short, um, I actually... She got me an audition. I booked it, which it was the very first audition that I went on. And it ended up being a national commercial where I stood at a pool all day with baby oil on. I I didn't have to move a muscle. Um, And they were filming me and, you know, the commercial aired. And a couple weeks later, I got 
you know, the check and it was a decent sized check. And then some residuals started pouring in and I was like, what just happened? Like you can really make some good money in this industry. So that's how I started to, um, or how I kind of fell into the game. But with that being said, it's very humbling because my exposure to the industry at that level, like it doesn't happen like that a lot, but the very next day, because I wanted to be in the industry, I started booking more. And like I said, I was booking extra roles. I was booking background roles. And you really have to humble yourself because um, until you get to the point where you're, you're starting to be recognized, you can get direct bookings, and you have people that want to represent you, you're just another good-looking face in the industry because everybody in this industry is good-looking. That's, that's why you're here. You know what I mean? Everybody has something to bring to the table, and it's, okay, how can I take my game one step higher than just the look? And so with that, it's you really have to build the resume and you have to be on set and learn the stuff that there is to learn on set. So when I would book a background role or an extra role, it was more about the experience. It was more about learning, you know, the lingo and the talk while you're on set. It's you have to be attentive. You have to be ready at all time because these production companies, I remember I got bumped on one role just because I was I was attentive. I was booked as an extra. Um but when they would call for the extras instead of moping around and, you know, thinking, oh, I'm getting background rate, you know, I was there ready to work. And they pay attention to stuff like that. And they'll, they'll give you direct bookings off that. And on one of the sets, I was booked as an extra. And, you know, it's just how you carry yourself. And they, they called us to set. And I just walked in there kind of like, you know, I'm the star of this production. I should be, like, leading in this. And when it was time for the extras to go home, um, the wardrobe department came up to me and said, you know, Jamal, hey, the, the director saw you walk in and he wants to bump you to a speaking role right on site. And so they want you to they want you to stay and I got to get you sized for a suit. So they put me in a suit, gave me a detective role. Um, they put me in a trailer and gave me my sides and they said, you're on in 30. And it's just those kind of experiences. You know what I mean? Because I think some people when they're in that situation of book, I've heard people say it all the time. Oh, he's just an extra. or He's just a background, whatever. But it's like those people are just as important and as as valuable as the actual star of the production because without the background extras and stuff like that the production it, it can't happen it's just going to be a you know what i mean a a scene of nobody except for the main person it doesn't look authentic um so in those situations it's just important to you know still shine your light don't be dull in the moment and just really live in that moment and just be thankful that you're even on that set because there's so many other people that even submit for background and extra work that don't get it for this reason that or the other um so in terms of um getting into the industry you really got to build your resume and you got to build it from every angle now here's what i will say if you're trying to get to that that next level the principals and the co-stars get your experience with the background work get around these production companies see how everything kind of moves but don't get comfortable being an extra or a background because it could backfire because some of these casting directors and some of these directors, they'll start to look at you as just an extra. So you'll kind of take yourself out of the game, if that makes sense. Um, but the more work, the merrier, and that's kind of how you build it. And even with photo shoots, if you're trying to be a model, man, when I started modeling, I made myself a model mayhem, uh, model mayhem page, which I don't know if, if you know what that is. I do. Um, but there's a lot of work on there where it, it's free, like you're working for free. And it's almost like an internship. That's how I looked at it. But if you go through Model Mayhem, there's a lot of photographers who they don't charge you, right? So it's 
if you look at it from a sense of, okay, I can use this to build my portfolio with free photo shoots from photographers who are actually good because you get to see their work. You can build your modeling portfolio and get all your looks for free. You can get the cop look. You can get the doctor look. What, however you're trying to brand yourself, you can build your portfolio. So then when it's time that you feel like you're ready for representation, you'll have something to present instead of just walking up to them and saying, hey, I think I look good. You should represent me. I'm processing is what you're telling me because that's a lot. It may sound simple or seem <laughs> yeah. simple, but those yeah. details are necessary. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that being said, here's where, you know, what I'm getting out of this. And I was wondering, should I go with this question? And I'm going to, because I know if anyone can answer it, you'd be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're biracial. Yeah. What do you recommend from your experience, Jamal, how yeah. not, once again, how not to get typecast or stereotyped in this business? Ooh, I mean, that's a great question. And you know, the funny thing is, is because I'm biracial, there's a lot of people that confuse, you know, what I am. So for me, with all these different roles, whether it's Hispanic, Brazil, like just whatever it is, when people ask me in the industry, you know, what are you? I say, whatever's booking. Whoever's booking, that's what I am. <laughs> you, can me, you, you can call me whatever for this role, yeah. but we're booking, you know what I mean? So in terms of um, what not to do, I think that just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Because for me, um, I do typecast a lot because I am six foot five and I weigh 235 pounds and I still look like an active athlete. I'll get booked on more of, you know, the security or the athlete roles or you know, stuff that that's a little bit more physical instead of, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be, I don't know, um, like a baker or something like that. So in terms of typecasting, it's almost, if you can figure out your typecast, I would say go towards that because you're more likely to get in. And once you get in and get start steamrolling, then you can kind of expand and say, okay, instead of always being the tough bad boy type in movies, you know, maybe I want to flip it in this next one and, and be the nice guy. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So it's, I think the beautiful thing about the industry is though, at, at the same time, like you have the ability to say no. So even if, you know, you're, you're being typecast too much, you can say no. Like you have the ability to be like, no, I'm, I'm good. So I think it's important just to kind of, you know, keep your, keep your vision, keep, keep every, your goals obviously in mind, but keep everything open and at the end of the day, you still have to understand that you don't have to take every gig that's offered to you just because it's offered to you, even if it's the biggest role in the world. Because at the end of the day, if you're not comfortable doing something, it's going to show on camera. And if it shows on camera, everybody's going to see it. And then it's not a good look for you anyways. Do you believe it's really necessary? Because uh, I don't think it is for many people. I don't even, you know, assume that you would need this, but not to dismiss it. Acting yeah. classes or modeling classes, I, I, I hear more misses than hits with that. It seems more of a, you know, money generating, you know, way yep. for <clears throat> these companies to make it. But do you really need to have, here's, here's my question. Do you really need to have these classes or these roles or this sort of schooling and identification to be taken serious as an actor and model? Or do you feel that, the, the natural talent that you have, you would make better 
by learning from the book gigs you could get from the experience of learning? Here, that's a beautiful question. And when I say this, this is strictly my opinion and my opinion only. Um, because I have, when I was started off in Arizona, that was one of the routes that somebody told me to go, oh, you need acting classes. So at that point in time, you know, I was willing to do whatever it took to get me to that next level. So I'm going to, I'm going to take acting classes. So I, I took two acting classes in Arizona under a guy named Mike Blindemir. Um, and I went to the classes and I did find some of the stuff that he said it was, it was valuable in the sense of like, I didn't really think like that. Right. Um, but but then at the end of the day, there is that that aspect. I'm like, is is all he is all this information that he's giving me, um, because this is an investment. You'd invest in anything that you believe in, right? So that's how I was looking at it. This is an investment into my career. But at the end of the day, I started thinking about it more and more, and I'm, I'm like, what makes Brad Pitt Brad Pitt? Just to use for an example, when when people go, are paying to go see Brad Pitt act, they're going to see Brad Pitt. Period. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he is the he is the star of it. Now they're going to see him in a different role, but if you think about it, ultimately they're paying to see him. They're paying to see his brand act as something else. And I think that having a personality and being able to adapt and become a chameleon. I mean, like anybody who knows me, like I'm the goofiest person you'll ever be around. You know what I mean? But I can also flip it and be serious, or I can also flip it and be, you know, however I need to be in a role. So I think at the end of the day, it is smart to test it out, see how it is. But on the flip side of it, I do think that there are a lot of companies um, that take advantage of the situation, you know, and money, unfortunately, is it's, it's a big aspect of life. And there are a lot of people that will take advantage of you in, the, in this industry. And then there's also that it factor. I think that if you have it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. So, like I said, I, I got my feet wet a little bit in it, but it's not something that I completely rely on because the coolest thing about it is once you start booking, like I said, when you're doing the background extra roles and, and you're on set and you're getting to you're getting to learn stuff, you're around what you need. You get to see, okay, this casting director and this production cast of this dude, and I get to see hands-on what's working as opposed to spending money on these classes, not knowing if something's going to work or not, if that makes sense. It does. And then, and, and then on top of that, it's like the people that you're around on these sets, they're not amateurs. They're, they've been doing this for a while. You know what I mean? You're around the Will Smiths, you're around Martins, you're around like all that stuff. You're around these celebrities who have been in the game for a long time. And like, I'll never forget one of the, one of the highlights of my career, even though it wasn't a speaking role. Um, I grew up on Eddie Murphy. My, me and my father and I, we used to sit downstairs and we used to watch the movie Life on repeat. We would cry, just laughing so hard, we would cry. And I booked a role where I got to be with him in a record store for the movie Dolomite. And it was just such a surreal moment. And it's like, I don't get starstruck and I don't, you know, I'm not envious, I don't idolize any man, but I do respect what you've done in the industry and I respect the work that you put in. And I respect the fact that you can just make me laugh. Like you don't know me and you can just make me laugh like that. You know what I mean? So when we were shooting that scene, I was literally standing right next to him. And I just had like a wow moment. It's just like, wow, like look where I am. Like, look at God work. Like, this is crazy. This is amazing. Like, and I wanted just like, yo, me and my dad watch you on TV. And like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you, you have to stay professional. So it's, I'm standing right next to him and he's really that funny in real life. So it's like when you're talking about acting classes, 
he has that it factor. When the camera's not rolling, he was still making people laugh, just being himself. You know what I mean? Now, when he started doing his scenes and he started reading his lines and stuff, obviously that's not stuff that he would say because, I mean, the film was based back in the 80s and we all had Frozen and, you know, this, that, and the other. But it's more, it's just his personality. He's just, he's amplifying and he's magnifying his personality through lines and through a different character. Mm-hmm. And it was probably one of the hardest scenes I had to shoot because the whole time he's talking, I had to be straight faced. And I'm dang near about to just bust up laughing the whole time because the way he talks. So it's, it's just a surreal moment. What has uh, production been like within the changes we've gone through, considering pre-pandemic to now? Do you believe that the the ways of how production is moving and and grounding itself with you know still following cdc guidelines there's still restrictions that if you're in a production uh, most of the time they don't want you to travel out of state right now unless you're being hired for that uh what are the pros and cons that you've noticed um with the effects of the pandemic and how it's affected production travel and work i i think for me it's made it easier um and i say that from a sense that I'm in Orange County and most of the production are not the, even the productions, most of the auditions and stuff used to be in Hollywood. Right. And so for me, if you get an audition, it's almost like, okay, you have to really think, is this going to be a role that I really want? Or is this just going to be an uh, audition to, as a time filler? Um, because I would have to drive an hour to an audition. Whereas now because of COVID, all of our, our auditions are pretty much self tapes. So you get to do it out of the comfort of your home. And so that for me was a pro, but now on the other hand, with that same situation, a con is because it's a self-submission, you don't get to walk in front of that casting director, or you don't get to walk in front of that production team and really let them see who you are, like really let them feel your energy and feel what you have to bring to the table. Um, Because my auditions in that, in that sense, they would start right when I walked in that door. Like I would walk through that door and my goal is to get everybody in that room, whoever it is, to see that they need to hire me. So that's the one aspect that, you know, that's not really there. Um, and then from the production side, I mean, from the production side, when we were working during kind of the, the climactic part of, of COVID, for me, it was amazing because anybody who knows who works in the industry, it's a hurry up and wait game. You get to set at 6 a.m. You don't shoot your first scene until... 12 or 2 p.m. So you're sitting around all day um, and then you have a lunch break and then you're on set and you don't shoot again until 9 p.m. at night. And it's just a long drawn out day, which I understand there's so many moving parts and and, and some parts have to be like that. But when COVID hit, it was kind of like we need you on set at 12 end up, you know, do hair and makeup. You shoot at one. And you're out the door by 4 p.m. at the latest. So it doesn't, you're not on set all day. So when that was happening, that was a pro for me because I'm like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Um, So, but I think with it opening back up, you know, it's going back more towards, you know, the the COVID's kind of going away. It's kind of dying down. So we are on set longer. Um, And, you know, there are other rules and regulations. They have different zones and you got to wear masks still and stuff like that. But I think... For me, it was it was primarily good in terms of, you know, the pros and cons. I think the pros far outweigh the cons. Yeah, I, I can see the benefits in, in where it's at now in the climate and the stage 
of how things are set into motion and, and where you're at. And I agree with you. A lot of things have become much more easier, much more thought has been put into it, but you really don't believe that due to the fact that production can be very, very strict uh, with like um, following protocols for COVID and uh, CDC guidelines, those audition, pre-audition tapes and sending them in or doing this Zoom or Skype calls or doing audition that way, you really don't believe, Jamal, that you have had any loss of a role because you have not been able to go in person and you know let them be able to feel and embrace your energy. They have to do it through video. Oh, no, no. I, no, I'll, I'll be the first to say I feel like I've lost a bunch um, because like I said, like my audition started and the in-person auditions as soon as you walk through that door because you have the ability to grab whoever it is attention from the get and not just when they hit play and introduce yourself and say you know hi my name is jamal lewis i'm six foot five you know what i mean it's more of it's you can get more personal on that aspect and you can really let the casting director or the production team really see who you are so to answer your question yeah there's no doubt in my mind that i believe that i've lost work because of that sense mm -hmm. um but with that whoever is listening who's trying to get into the industry too that's i'd like to say like you have to have thick skin in this industry and my motto or the thing that keeps me i guess keeps me sane um is you have to stack your nose in this industry to get your yeses so you have to be turned down 10 times before you get that one yes and it can't affect you because if those 10 no's affect you to a point where it's messing with your mental and now you can't audition and you're starting to question yourself because I'm not booking and I give up, then that one yes that you're about to get, it might not be that yes because you're, you know, you have a funky attitude because of the nose. And one of the, one of the things when I came into this industry, I was like, oh, I'm going to book like crazy because, you know, I do have a good look and everybody's telling me that I'm commercial and everybody's telling me I need to do this. So everybody's going to want to book me. And that's not the case at all. You know what I mean? You're not you're not the fit for what everybody wants. You know, you'll you'll fit you'll find out where you fit in. But I mean, this it's just so there's so many people in this industry. So it's just you, you really got to stay humble. And like I said, just stay consistent and you stack those no's to get that one. Yes. And I mean, there was even a situation that happened just a couple of days ago where I booked a huge, they didn't tell me what it was, but I, I booked a huge campaign for what they said was the biggest video game that was, you know, in the industry right now. And I'm not a gamer, so I don't know what it is. Um, but I had booked it and they were going to put me in prosthetics and make me look like this um, Venice Beach bodybuilder guy and, and put all this stuff on. And I got on the Zoom call and I had the Zoom call um, and the Zoom went amazing. It was with the casting director. Um, and the production team for who was shooting it, shout out to Sarah May. Um, and it was, it was sporadic. They just hit me up and I got on and did the zoom and I was feeling real great about it. And I was like, okay. And they're like, we'll send you the information for booking. And then within a couple hours, Sarah, she shoots me a text and she was like, Hey, they decided to go a different way. And I was mm. kind of like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And it's just like, you can't let that affect you. It's just for whatever reason, they decided to go a different way. It could have been the fact that we were on Zoom call and I wasn't in front of them. It could have, it, there's so many different things that go into it, but you can't sit there and just think like, I'm not good enough. It's just, okay, on to the next. I got two more auditions I got to knock out. So one of these is going to hit, so. Yeah, I appreciate you going deep on that because I know I added that in there. 
you know, asking, uh, you know, have you, or do you think you've lost any, you know, engagement or opportunities, but, you know, in general, I'm going to say that I really don't believe you have any worry that the right, the right engagement, the right moment, the, the right producer, director, modeling job is going to come your way. That's for you because you, I say this all the time and I'm sure you would agree. You've got to be very careful, even if something seems too good to be true, because let's Amen. say if you get a role and you're paid a hundred thousand dollars for that role and it's six months of filming and you need to go to Wisconsin, all travel and expenses paid. Yep. But what would happen you know, give or take the role, the position of the role, you know, what level of opportunity do you have of being a face in that, Jamal, to where if you had waited just a little bit longer or, you know, however the timing may be, and then you end up being a co-star <laughs> with Brad yeah. Pitt in one of his films that he's doing from his production company, and they're offering you a half a million dollars. Amen. You said that. That's dead on. Breach. <laughs> <laughs> in your recent ForbesPeople.com article, and I reached out to them to let them know that uh, you're you're being interviewed today. We're doing a, a great drop because this was just recently published. ForbesPeople.com. Jamal Lewis envisions taking over the world of modeling and entertainment. Tell us more about that and what does that mean? How do you plan to do that to be able to be that fulfilling or, or being fulfilled, becoming fulfilled in the world of modeling and entertainment? What's going to do it for you? I, I just, being completely transparent, it's kind of funny because one of my buddies um, who's been watching my progression, you know, from the beginning to where I'm at now, it was funny because he read that and he actually wrote on one of my posts. He was like, you're already doing that, man. They needed to switch that up. So, but for me, and I've, I've never really spoken about this on a public platform um, about this, but the modeling and, and, and acting industry, like I said, at the end of the day, it's for that, it's, it's not even about modeling and acting. For me, it's about the platform that it's presenting to spread the stay blessed message for my clothing line. And a lot of people, you know, that look at my career, they only see the surface part of my career. So this is kind of, I'm kind of going from your question, just shooting straight into the clothing line. Um, but from a standpoint of taking over it, it's not necessarily that I, as a person, am envisioning taking over it and, you know, becoming like this bigger than life person. Um, it's about just expanding my platform so that I can spread this positive message. So that's what it's truly about for me. Um, now, how big I get, I mean, that's God's will. That's, you know, that's God's plan. And I'm, I'm ready for, you know, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm ready for the, the journey, so to speak, but in terms of, you know, taking it over and whatever happens is going to happen. But it's, I think the, the title, the way that it's written, it's more of like, a, oh, how am I trying to take over this? And it's, and for me, it's now, how can I spread this message and, and spread it as big as I can get it? <laughs> Well, they can always do a follow-up <laughs> on yes. you and, and publish an updated, uh, you know, point of view from Mr. Jamal Lewis and, yep. and add more into the stay blessed. And I think it would be great that that happens, especially the fact to where do you want to talk about and share about what's happening with stay blessed, what you plan on doing and where I don't, it's not even a comeback where the um, evolution 
of how Stabless has evolved within the last couple of years. Do you want to share anything on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the most important, the most important part is, um, you know, how it started and the impact that it had on my life, because it is more than just a clothing line. It's not something that I was like, hey, this is a cool saying. Um, I'm going to make a shirt out of it. Stay blessed. Actually, you know, it changed my life and it, it saved me because at one point in time in my life, you know, when I was done with football, before I started modeling and acting, I was in a very, very dark point in my life and I had really no direction. Um, I had no responsibilities. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and one of the one of the, the only friends that I had left at that time, um, you know, he, he came up to me and he just he told me that I was blessed and to stay that way. And when he told me that, it was just like there was such a weight lifted off my shoulders and it was like a light came on. And for once in my life, I actually felt like I had purpose, even with football. Like this is it was just a new feeling like and I didn't know what it meant at the time. And I didn't know what the purpose was necessarily. I just knew that every single day that I, that I was going to wake up and I was just going to stay blessed. And it's just two of the simple words, but they're so powerful. Like if you just really let it sink in. Um, you know, because it's not preaching any religion. It's not saying you got to believe in this, that, or the other, which I think that in today's society, that's creating more of a division between people than anything. Um, it's just, it's simply saying stay blessed. And it's like when you wear these the shirts or the hat or whatever the merchandise is, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like I've had old women stop me, like old grandma stop me on the side of the road and thank me. And when it first started to happen, you know, at first I'd get taken back because I wouldn't know why they were thanking me. Like literally just walk up to me and say, thank you. And I'd be like, you know, what are you talking about? Thank you. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. And, you know, people would just stop me and say, you know, I needed to see that today or, you know, just thank you so much for wearing. And again, I'm, I mean, I'm six foot five, 235 pounds tatted up and I always wear cutoffs. So some people look at me and they think, you know, I'm not the most approachable person. Some don't think that way, but you know, what I mean, just people that I wouldn't think necessarily would approach me on a daily basis started coming up to me when I started spreading that brand and the, and the message. Um, so it's just, I mean, that that at the end of it is my purpose and, and running parallel to what I'm doing in the industry. I couldn't figure out the longest time when I was done with football. Um, you know, and I, and I guess stay blessed, the, the lifestyle, it didn't happen overnight. So it wasn't something that I was just like, oh, okay just turn it, it was a gradual you know it helped me come out of that dark place and really into the light and really into my purpose um and when that was happening in the modeling and acting started it's like okay if i'm going to be living this life like why am i booking music videos like big sean and you know kanye west and some of these rappers where it's like the the lyrics and what they're saying it's completely flagrant and it's like not even how i talk and it's not something i represent um but like, why am I on these sets? And for the longest time, it was like, I was questioning, am I even doing the right thing? Like, okay, if I'm promoting Stay Blessed, how can I promote this music video? Or how can I be in this music video? And, or TV show or whatever the case was. And I would get questions, like when I would post it, cause I would always post my accomplishments on social media, whether it was an extra role or whether it was a co-star or a commercial, it didn't matter, it didn't matter what it was, there's no role too big or too small. And I started to realize that, um, you know, my clothing line is basically my ministry. And if you think about a pastor, this is the example that I always like to use. And I told you this when we were speaking, but if you think about a pastor and what a pastor does, 
a pastor is spreading a message, a word for the day, but a pastor gets to go into a safe place. A pastor gets to go into a church where everybody's seeking God. They're seeking to better themselves. They want to become a better person. They want, they need prayer. They're, they're openly admitting, like, I have something wrong in my life and I'm trying to be a better person, right? So it's a real safe place for a pastor. Whereas me, I have my stay blessed gear and it's like, I'm going straight into the devil's house. Like, what's cracking? I'm going to shine my light in a dark place where people need to see it. And when I go on these sets, there's always, I'll, I'll always see somebody who just looks completely lost and they'll come up to me and they'll, they'll start to talk, they'll converse with me or they'll talk to me. And it's not my job to, to throw Bible verses at you all day or, you know what I mean? And I think that there's, there's different warriors and there's people with different purposes. And what I've come to see, what I've come to see is my purpose um, is because I have the ability to go into this atmosphere, this setting where it is dark, it's very dark is to go in there and just shine my light and maintain who I am as a person and maintain who I am as with my moral fibers, no matter what's offered to me um, and just go shine, shine God's light in that situation. So that's my purpose. And it's, I, I just want to thank you for this platform because that's actually the first time on a public platform that I've actually shared what I do. Um, because a lot of people just see the bookings and they'll be like, Oh, he's, you know, he's trying to get famous or he's trying to get rich or he's in this music video or he's in, that TV show and that part of it is so surface because the part that matters is what's happening behind the scenes on the sets. I appreciate you, Jamal. Thank you for the transparency, the honesty, honesty, and yeah. also the privilege and permission. Once again, the privi yeah. privilege and permission you've given to us to be able to share that. Um, Definitely. And all layers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to everyone for tuning in live on air with Stephen Quilk on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Once again, Jamal Lewis, he's a former football player turned actor and model. He has landed several principal roles in national and commercials such as Smirnoff, T-Mobile, IBM, Truist, and Microsoft. He has recently signed with new management to take his career to the next level and is already seeing success as he has booked huge roles in the feature films 80 for Brady and Barbie. And he's also the CEO and founder, the true original CEO and founder of the trademark brand, Stay Blessed. Any closing thoughts, Jamal? Man, I love you guys all. Thank you for tuning in, Steve. Thank you again for the opportunity, man. I look. Uh, congratulations on your Forbes uh, publication, and man, we'll talk soon. You're an amazing person. Thank you again. You're welcome. Anyone you want to give a shout out to? My family, my mom, dad, sis, my girlfriend, my management, everybody, everybody. I love y'all. <laughs> and what website do you want to plug one in? Um, no, there's actually no website right now. You can find me on my social media. It's just official Jamal Lewis. Awesome. Thank you again, Jamal. Stay in the line. And thank you to everyone for tuning in today. Thank you. You're welcome. Once again, we have from NBC The Voice Season 22, Benny Wig tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you have any questions, once again, head on over to power985.com. Click the bottom icon in the right-hand corner. Uh, we will be doing a live music drop, probably uh, his blind audition. We're going to go ahead and play that, air that. Uh, once again, NBC Season 22. 
Jamal Lewis, all great things about Jamal and more, including to be able to uh, take a read um, with his recent ForbesPeople.com and uh, official Jamal Lewis, official, and then Jamal is J-A-M-A-A-L, and then Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. Published once again, ForbesPeople.com, award-winning side doctor and former pro football player, and CEO and founder of the original trademark license fashion. Stay blessed. Have a great day, everyone. Stay well. Stay healthy. We are in change of season. Uh, fall. What is it? Spring ahead. Fall back. Yes, I believe it's November 6th. You got to turn the clocks back one hour. All of the great things and more in sports, news, entertainment, reality, TV, here and only on Power 98.5, Power 98.5, Power 985.com. Have a great day, everyone. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.